Australia's Racing Heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Great to be with you on the Country Racing Show on this Thursday here on RSN Central. It's two minutes past 12 and Maggie Payne joins us as always. Good afternoon to you, Maggie. Hey, Gareth. How are you going? I am well. Let's turn the clock back to Saturday afternoon, the first Country Cup of the season, the Coleraine Cup. Yeah, it was a big day last Saturday at Coleraine with the running of their feature race there. And it was an upset in the cup with Silent Command taking out the feature at about $16. So for Nick Smart there at Bendigo and Will Price gets another Country Cup and he's um, short career as a jockey, so it was a it was an interesting race, and I did think there might have been a bit of value, but certainly didn't find that winner, which would have been nice. And Nick Smart's doing a really good job with his team. He's only got a small team, but he's he's kicking plenty of goals, of course, from that the famous racing family in Adelaide in South Australia, and now he's making a name for himself. I think he's just based outside of Bendigo. Yeah, he is, and um, it's a nice story there with Silent Command. He's had him since the start, and he's father trained the mother silence around which went uh, very well in her I think a wakeful stakes at Flemington at group one level coming second so it's um, definitely been a good uh, money for him at 180,000 uh, prize money and it'll go around in the Matola Cup this weekend so I don't think it'll start those odds but uh, no it was a great story for Nick and his team. And Will Price he was our leading apprentice in country Victoria last season he continues to kick plenty of goals. He does, and taking out these country cups is no easy feat. Uh, a lot of these races are non-claiming races, and he has rid- outridden his country claims. So, you know, he might not be getting those rides that he might have picked up with that claim, but he's still getting, um, you know, the wins on the board. And to win a country cup is a great thing, and he'll be looking to go back-to-back this weekend. It was great to catch up with the CEO of Country Racing Victoria, Scott Whiteman. And I think he's up and about at the moment, Maggie, <laughs> mainly because... There's a sign that crowds are coming back to country racetracks, but Junipal, a horse that he has a part share in, is on the road to maybe a Turak Group 1 glory on Saturday week at Caulfield. But before we have a chat about that, here is the CEO of Country Racing Victoria, Scott Whiteman, talking about whether we'll see crowds back at at country racetracks this year. I do believe that uh, in coming weeks, uh, we will certainly get the green light to have owners back on course in regional Victoria, similar to what happened last time, and that would be 30 owners per race for a limited time. Sponsors are an integral part of, of racing, and the sooner we have them back, the better, and members and then the general public thereafter. So that was Scott Whiteman there yesterday. and So I think... Every- as soon as the restrictions start to wheeze and we can get back to the races, it's not as easy as just saying, OK, we'll open up the gates and everybody can just turn up at the races. You, you do need to follow strict protocols set down by the government and especially clubs that aren't the bigger clubs, Maggie. There's a lot of work that needs to go into making sure that clubs can follow those strict guidelines to allow people to come back at, into, into their racetrack. Yeah, that's right. You mentioned Scott having Junipal. I'm in a few horses with Scott, and I don't have any Group 1 runners. I think my best is a... I'm in a benchmark 58 tomorrow at Satura, but that's all right. I might have to... I'm not getting the good ones. But, um, yeah, no, we're definitely seeing a lot of clubs um, innovate, and I think it's a bit of an unknown at the moment. But we've seen clubs like a Warnable uh, have opened up, I guess, the gates this week for their for the footy finals um, 
with the relaxation restrictions in terms of outdoor dining and things like that. They've got, you know, they're looking to have 50 people on course to watch the footy as part of their outdoor dining experience. Another club is the Geelong, who also have their feature, you know, Geelong Cup during the spring. Who'll be looking to do similar things? They're opening up their race course for the piano bar entertainment on the weekend. So there's lots of different things they're doing outside of racing that hopefully will translate to racing and show that, you know, under outdoor restrictions and um, open space, they can hold crowds, even if it is just owners and sponsors. Yep, watch this space. Hopefully that happens. Hey, Maggie, it's time now to spin a yarn. The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. Love catching up with this trainer. He's a young trainer kicking plenty of goals. And, geez, I hope Supergirl can win her way into one of the big staying events this spring. She's the third emergency in the Bark Cummings on Saturday at Flemington. Of course, she is trained by Josh Julius, and he joins us now on the Country Racing Show here on RSN Central. Good afternoon to you, Josh. Hey guys, how are we going? Good, thanks, mate. Not far away, hopefully, for your sake anyway. There's a few scratchings come Saturday for the Bark Cummings. Yeah, no, a couple, uh, couple of sleep- well, not so much sleepless nights. We're waiting for them, but um, plenty of internet use with the refresh button going on over the next few days, that's for sure. Well, when I refreshed the internet this morning, Josh, I did say that you didn't accept for the Matoa Cup on Saturday as a bit of a backup. If uh, she doesn't get a start, and I know it has been hard for you to plot her journey this uh, prep, where do you think we'll next see her? Uh, it'll be next weekend at some stage. She's um, obviously ready for the trip now, Maggie, so uh, we really want to sort of place her uh, where we can out over a trip. We'll probably have her nominated for the Herbert Power. It might be a bit of the same sort of situation, hover around the bottom of the uh, bottom of the acceptances there, but um, she'll also be nominated for the uh, the Pinker Pinker Plate and the, and the Cranbourne Cup, so uh, regardless of uh, sort of yeah, what happens, we'll be accepting some there next weekend and, and, and giving her a spin somewhere. Josh, she's come such a long way this year especially. and she I thought she was brilliant in that Warnable Cup when she was just outside of the placings. One of our form experts, gurus here on RSN Central's Jack Dickens, and he pointed out that that Supergirl is a big price if she does gain a start in the Bark coming. She shouldn't be 100 to 1 in his eyes. Do you share his confidence if she does sneak into that field that she just won't be making up the numbers? Uh, definitely, Gareth. Like she's, um, she's a horse who's with uh, there's a real sense of timing about what sort of we, we plan to go to do, uh, the Bark Cummings fourth up. Um, we really wanted to sort of sneak into the naturalism at the start of the um, start of the prep to see where she'd measure up against these sort of horses in this company. And um, I don't think she disgraced herself in the naturalism. She was running through the line. She, um, she actually yeah, got a bit of a, not so much of an injury, but she a bit of a scare there. She um, come back with a bit of blood down her leg uh, after that run. Things got a bit tight in the line there and she gave herself a bit of a nick. But um, she's come through that without any issue. And um, her work Tuesday was, was as good as I've seen her work. And... Uh, Settled her up, or sort of, we yeah, settled her up Tuesday, but also took her over to the pool um, yesterday morning, and it's as good as I've seen her coat look. So um, yeah, there's sort of everything sort of fallen into place for us um, that we sort of earmarked at the start of the prep that we'd need to happen, and we're here fourth up in the Bark Cummings, and other than getting a run, everything's sort of where we needed to be. Well, we're definitely hoping she gets a run at that price, Josh, um, based on that analysis. But you just mentioned Warnable. You are a Warnable. I guess originally from Warnable. How do you, and your base at Bendigo now? Your training. Um, how do you, I guess, ch- shake up your training between the two locations? 
Um, yeah, Warrnambool, obviously, you've got a few... We had a few assets back when I was down there with the dunes and beaches and all sorts of things, but... Um, Takes me a little bit to get used to sort of just training on uh, sort of on track, if you like. It's um, but it's been good. She's she's a horse I haven't sort of had to worry too much about. I suppose when you're uh, away from Warrnambool, with training horses who are uh, who are as sound as her is, is pretty cruisy. Like, but we've um, we've got access to water walkers and and pools and um, bush tracks and all sorts of things here around Bendigo. So um, uh, no, she uh, she slots in well. I feel all the horses here are um, happy and sound, and that sort of uh, I suppose that's half the battle. Um, if you're a Warrnambool, I suppose you've got an unsound horse. It makes it a bit easier to keep them up for a bit longer. But um, no, Bendigo's been really good. The, the, we've got a terrific um, bee grass here that we can use. Uh, I think it's probably one of the better ones in the state. Uh, we've got a fast sand here that um, we've sort of grown to um, sort of get to use pretty well. Um, and, uh, yeah, now the facilities here are good. Bendigo Jockey Club have been terrific over the last few years, sort of uh, improving all the um, training facilities. So... Um, yeah, hopefully uh, a few more years. Uh, ben Yigal will be a, a good little training hub for uh, for plenty of trainers. You come from a wonderful racing family, Josh, and you've worked with some of the, the very best trainers. Are you enjoying being on your own now and, and trying to make it in this game? And, and it can be tough, but you seem to be doing all of the right things at the moment. Yeah, no, it certainly is tough, Gareth. Like, no, I don't think any trainer sort of shies away from that fact, but um, uh, we've got a great crew of staff at the moment. Um that certainly makes my job a bit easier. Um, and I know sort of Cassie appreciates it too. I can be inside helping a little bit more with her little 11-month-old Frankie. But it's, um, we've, uh, no, we've got a really good crew around us at the moment. Everyone plays their role and, and knows their bit and does it well. And um, it certainly helps uh, helps my job easier and uh, makes it a lot easier, sorry. Um, but, yeah, obviously having that experience uh, for working for a few good blokes and, and seeing how the big operations roll, it's really good that as our numbers grow, we've sort of... Uh, I've, I've been uh, privy to it. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can uh, see our numbers continue to grow and, and, and build our stable in, and get a few more Supergirls going and, and be travelling down the freeway uh, a bit more often rather than sort of uh, sideways and north and all that sort of thing. It's, it's good fun having a girl, a horse like her and, and travelling down to town regularly. So, um, yeah, a few more horses like her in the stable would be terrific. And you'd have to be pretty happy how your season's gone uh, this this year, Josh. I'm not sure what your strike rate is for this season, but every time I look, I seem like you're training a winner. And one of those is High Class Harry, who uh, heads to Matola this weekend in that uh, country series heat, won the $100,000 race. How do you think he'll go? Uh, look, there's no reason why he won't uh, won't sort of run how he has been. I think he's um, last five or six starts. He's been first to second. He's uh, he's a model of consistency. Puts himself up on the speed and, and he's tough as nails. So um, we sort of thought a 64. Um, he's a big, strong horse. He'd be able to carry weight, no worries. So going a 64 around Matala with his race pattern would be ideal. Um, the barrier gods are again against us. We've drawn 15, but um, uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll assess the field before deciding sort of whether we commit to their 100. percent There's obviously um, there's enough heats around the state to uh, to sort of qualify for the final, but obviously we want to sort of place him in, in the best one possible. So uh, it might be that we um, take on the bad barrier and um, and head to Matola on, on Saturday. But he's um, he's going really well. He loves being in work. He's, um, he's a big, strong horse. He, uh, we maintain him at home pretty uh, pretty easily, and um, he goes and does his thing race day. He's, um, he's a rupert to have around the stable. Well, Josh, we wish you the best of luck this weekend, but hopefully Supergirl can get a start in that bar Cummings. Keep doing what you're doing, and we appreciate your time here on the Country Racing Show. Too easy. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Eve.
There's Josh Julius, and he's got a good team, but the star of the show is Supergirl, so she's 100 to 1 if she gains the start. Look out, Maggie. We're not far away from our, our commitment here at Shepparton, but who's the winner of the Matoa Cup? Well, I think it is a bit hard to find a bit of value um, for Saturday, but I'm going to go Lord Boozeron for uh, Francis City get at Cranbourne. Okay, the former New Zealander to head to the Wimra and salute with young Will Price. He could just be the prince of the country cups if he wins the Matoa Cup on Saturday afternoon. Maggie, love your work as always, and hopefully that the boss will put you into a superstar next time. <laughs> Thanks, Gareth. There we go. There's Maggie Payne, and that's a country racing show.